On today's Good Word, we're talking about looking toward victory and picking the right battles. In Shakespeare's Henry V, the young King Henry, newly crowned and leading an army to what might be complete defeat, faces low morale among his men. The force they're going to fight is much larger than they are, almost certain to overpower their tiny army. Knowing he must do something to rally his men, Henry disguises himself the night before the battle and goes out to understand what he can do for his people. Most of the army is discouraged and unprepared, not sure if it's even worth fighting a battle they're sure to lose. With all this in mind, Henry's pre-battle speech takes on a memorable form. Rather than explaining tactics or giving instruction, in the famous St. Crispin's Day speech, Henry gives the big picture of what they're fighting for. This isn't a battle based on money or the whims of a sovereign. They're fighting for the very foundation of their country. Yes, the force they face is great, but all the greater the glory for facing down such a foe. There is honor for fighting for what's right, says King Henry, and only those who push to the end shall know it. Pick your battles is a common phrase when we think about priorities. But what about when we decide if a battle is worth fighting? There likely will not be much real violence in our daily lives, but deciding when to stick to our principles can be a tough decision. We can receive guidance for these questions from the scriptures where God's priorities are clearly laid out. One such is the importance of the church's mission to reunite the living and the dead. In Doctrine and Covenants section 128, the prophet Joseph Smith has this to say about the work required to bring families together, living and dead. Brethren, shall we not go on in so great a cause? Go forward and not backward. Courage, brethren, and on, on to the victory. Let your hearts rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Let the earth break forth into singing. Let the dead speak forth anthems of eternal praise to the King Emmanuel, who hath ordained before the world was, that which would enable us to redeem them out of their prison for the prisoners shall go free. The work of uniting families across both sides of the veil is not an instant process. It requires work in the temple and a concerted effort to learn more about our ancestors and the Lord. Instead of a task with instant gratification, the full blessings of this work may not be understood for years, possibly not until after this life. But those blessings stretch far beyond what we can comprehend in our limited day-to-day -day perception of mortality. Fighting for our families both on earth and beyond the grave is a cause well worth the effort. The Lord's grand plan of salvation for His children is ultimately about the unification and strengthening of families, both here on earth and in the world to come. There are many good causes that can occupy our time, both within and without the church, but they all lead back to the same root. When we accepted God's covenant through baptism, we agreed to His plan to bring the family of God together. This lifelong, world-expanding work, one which we're not expected to do on our own, leads us on to victory and to peace. And that's the good word. 